Yes, indeed, it is Fantasy Unscripted. And before we get started, I just want to say, Tua Tua, boys. Tua Tua, what's up? Stop Tua Tua. Spitting. Stop spitting. How about that? Tua Tua, spitting fire. Tua Tagovailoa. Yeah, I can say his whole name. Half the country can't even say his name, but I can. Yeah, they Tua Tua. Viola. Viola? Like the violin? Like a bigger violin? Nah, it's Tua Tagovailoa, the dude who's going to win the Heisman next year. That's bold, but I think we are unanimous in that decision. Uh, Absolutely. It's always hard to tell before the next year starts. Hey, that's why it's called a bold prediction. Yeah. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. It is your favorite fantasy podcast, Fantasy Unscripted. I am Jake the Snake, and with me always is my two loyal companions, Z-Dub and Barnacle. You guys doing okay this evening? Yeah, I've been better, been worse. Hey, same. Oh, that's not good. Same. What, what, what's got you down there, Z-Dub? I'm just really anxious about this weekend. Very, very anxious. Oh, yeah. Big game for Minnesota. I know, you, got, you guys probably got the, you drew the toughest matchup you could and get have to play the Saints. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think that game is going to be the best game all weekend, really. It's definitely the most hyped game. Mm-hmm. That in yep. uh, I think that the Jacksonville Falcons are going to blow out the Eagles. I think the Patriots are going to blow out the Titans, and I think the Steelers are going to blow out the Jaguars. So nah, I don't right. know, about, but I don't know for about me is the only game. That game. I think the Eagles and Falcons Eagles are going to be a low-scoring game. Pittsburgh and Jacksonville won't blow out. That ain't going to happen. Yeah, they're going to blow out. That they're will Jacksonville not water. happen. Go back to Jacksonville. Okay, so in seventeen. 17- times when the road team's beaten the road team on the road in a season. Wait, 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 wait. The road team has beaten the road team on the road? What the, road the heck is wrong with you? The road team has beaten That's the taking home me. team. <laughs> the road team has beaten the home team in this season. That's happened 17 times, and they met in the playoffs. The only team to do that, the 2007 Jaguars, against the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I feel like and yes. we might be seeing history – Again, on Sunday. I think you might be seeing the southbound end of a northbound donkey. Hey, man, I, I, I like say. Jacksonville. I'm, I They're my dark horse to win it all, so I'm riding with the hot hand. Yeah, that's got to be, like, almost purple, so dark of a horse. Yeah, it has frostbite on there. Yeah, because that's, that's the fall happen. off. Yeah, but we had an exciting game on Monday night. The national championship, and I know a lot of people always like watching that because not only is it the best against the best in college football, but it also gives you a chance to look into quite a few top picks in the NFL draft and see them play on a big stage, probably the biggest stage of all year. And I think at the beginning I told you guys that it was kind of boring. I thought it was pretty boring at the beginning. I it loved was kind of it. a defensive struggle. I loved it. But it was three and out, three and out, three and out, three and out, and they were trading the ball. And I wanted to go to sleep. And That's then a good kind of football. Tua Tua. Tua Tua, so. baby. It would be better. Tua Tua. I think what a lot of people say about good football being a defensive battle is, you know, interceptions and turnovers. That makes for exciting defensive football. Just three and outs every drive. It's not fun to watch. Yeah, yeah but it makes it, it makes it me think I'm watching the Texans play themselves. It's like a, it's two great defensive mind, defensive minded coach going at it. What'd you expect the game to be forty-five to forty? 
Well, no, 38-35, actually. That, is, that wasn't going to happen between those teams. I mean, they're they're pretty much like the same coach, the same kind of team. So I, I, no, I no, no, no. Don't even happened. compare Kirby Smart to Nick Saban, my man. I'm Don't not, do it. I'm Nick Saban's not, in a league I'm, of his own right I, now. He is, yes. Oh, yeah. I agree with that. But Kirby Smart is one of the best assistant coaches Nick Saban's ever had that's left Alabama. He is the best yeah. assistant coach Nick Saban's ever yeah, had. I think he's the best. Yeah. And I think if they ever do play again next year, Georgia might beat Alabama. Might. Yeah. And he'll be the first be cool. assistant coach ever to beat Saban. That's never happened. Yeah. But Kirby you know, Smart gives I him think, the best I mean, threat. Even honestly. though I don't, we don't know really what happened yet, I think Lane Kiffin had a pretty good year this year. Uh, even Look though he's not he in a played. giant program, I think he's a pretty oh, he's good. He's a conference conference USA. Florida That's what I'm saying. It, I think he I think he just is at not a good school, but I think I he's think, a good coach. Look what he did I, with that program. I think he's at the best school for him if he goes to. And a look big, at how bad they blew out. Look, it, look game, what he's man. done with two big programs, Tennessee and USC. He didn't do anything at either of those programs. Yeah, he lost I, a lot of credibility. I, I, he lost a I lot of credibility at USC. Job. He has to he has to do this consistently the next couple of seasons to even be considered for a big time coaching job. Yeah, I agree. What do you guys think about the speculation that Saban's going to jump ship and come into the NFL, maybe possibly <laughs> that, to New York? This happens every that's year. Not happen. Happens it's every not year. Happen. It's not going to happen. Saban, you know, I think I, think I, I do agree with that, ball, but we I'm, usually don't see another coach saying that about a coach, and this year. We did see Bruce Arians say that he thinks there's a possibility that Nick Saban goes to New York, biggest sports market in the world. Uh, if it does, that it's that's a great pickup for the Giants. Yeah, I think you turn around a three and thirteen team pretty quickly. I mean, he has a. I think he has one player already on that team that played at Alabama. Is that Landon Collins? Yeah. Yeah, it might be yeah, the only yeah, one. Yeah, he's I think. on that. Yeah, the only successful one. If he, he got well, he's got a player that he that he lost to also, Wayne Gallman. I think if he does jump ship, it's going to be after he breaks Bear Bryant's record. I think he wins one more and then jump ship. See, I but I think even now they have the same amount of national championships, but Bear Bryant did it in twelve or thirteen more years than Nick Saban. Nick Saban's only been a college football head coach. For 22 years, and he's won six national championships. Bear Bryant was the head coach for 35 years and won six national championships. So I think if you give Saban 13 more years, he'll probably win four or five more, actually. I think he's set up to win two of the next three, really. Think about the math on that stat. He's been a coach for 22 years, and he's won six championships. Head coach. Yeah, head coach. It's every three years. About like, every, almost he is, every three years he wins a championship. And think about it, think it wasn't 22 straight. football teams he out was there. In, he was in college, he jumped ship to the NFL, and then he came back to college. Think about all the college football He's teams the out there. for two years. He has right, based, but what I'm saying is it wasn't 22 straight. He didn't. He wasn't there the whole time. Yeah, but still. I mean, he has basically like a 30, 35% chance of winning the national championship every year uh, by – if you go by history, hey, yeah, he'll have pretty two, cool. which he'll is have pretty. Two, uh, the next couple years, so he might win one with them, one more with them. It's crazy. Yep. You think seven's the magic number? You think he retires after seven? Yeah, I do. 
I think he I, I think he does a wow. retires that kind of no not retires I think he leaves it in college football and goes to NFL if he wins after he wins one more. oh I'm thinking he might retire I mean he's 66 he's pretty old he and doesn't look 66 he doesn't he look doesn't. old yeah he's 66 so wow you assume you know if he's there for a couple more years I mean pushing 70 not many guys stay pushing 70. Um, there's a couple yeah. guys. I mean, his head coach is really the oldest head coach I can think of is Pete Carroll, and he's in the 70s. So now uh, Bill Snyder, the uh, Kansas State head coach. I would play for Bill oh, Snyder. He's ancient, dude. <laughs> I would play for Bill he Snyder. Farts dust, man. He's a good. He's a good coach. Bill Snyder farts dust. Yeah. Anyways, he's a good coach. Uh, NFL Wild Card Weekend. Pretty underwhelming performances all around, except for the Panther Saints game was pretty good. Why don't we jump into uh, the first game that took place, the Titans and Chiefs. Titans managed to edge out the Chiefs by shutting them out in the second half, and the Titans <coughs> answered. I'm choking. Uh, after only scoring three choking. points in the first half, they scored 19 in the second half. And here's my question, since you just hinted on that. Do you think the Chiefs pulled a Georgia and choked it away? Or the Titans just played very well in the second choked half and were able to win that game. Choked it choked. away. They didn't score at all in the second half. They choked it they away. Didn't score. And you look at the first down production from the first half to the second half. And another reason why is they didn't run the ball with Kareem Hunt. They abandoned that run game. When yep. you're up by that much, you need to run the ball. Kill the clock. You have arguably won a top five running back out there. Run the dang ball. Yeah, that was something that they hinted at um, kind of mid-season when they started falling off that cliff was, you know, either they weren't getting the production out of Kareem Hunt at the at the beginning. You know, he started out as this unbelievably great rookie. Everyone thought MVP, rookie of the year, all the above. Then his production kind of slowed down, and what they did after that was they limited his carries. So... He was getting 20 to 25 touches a game, whether that be actual carries or receptions or whatever. And he did really, really well with that. And then you look at, that's probably the first four or five games. Then the next four or five games, same amount of touches and no production. And then right near the end of the season, he picked it back up. But in the middle somewhere, whether it was between weeks 9 and and, and 13 or 14, they actually limited his production so much that it hurt them. I mean, when they lost to the Giants, that was one of the most embarrassing things that I think the Chiefs have ever gone through as an organization. Oh, for sure. And it was because they didn't let Kareem Hunt run. Um, And that happened in the playoff game. Like you said, you said you hit the nail right on the head, man, that they took the ball out of Kareem Hunt's hands, three and out, three and out, and before you know it, Titans are back on top. Time runs out, can't score. Yeah. If you have a a 95 – plus chance to win the game at one point and you lose that, then that's on you. Um, Yeah, ESPN stats and projections uh, projected that the Chiefs had a 97% chance to win the game at halftime. 97. Think about this. You know the Mariota touchdown to himself, right? Imagine if that ball got batted down to the ground and not Mariota doesn't catch it. They They kick a field goal. And that's it in that scenario. I mean that that play was a momentum changer. I mean Mariota, that was a great play, honestly. I, I think also if the Titans didn't get any points uh, towards halftime, uh, I don't think they would have come back at all either. Um, that yeah. field goal really helped towards the end. 
They really shouldn't have gotten that field yeah, goal. 21-0 and 21-3, even though it doesn't look like difference. much of a difference, yeah. is a big difference. Although, I think... It gave him just that that ounce of momentum going into the second half. Just the, uh, the little smidgen of, of hope that they needed. They had that stupid play call on that drive, though, where the ref... Uh, where uh, Mariota got destroyed. Uh, he fumbled that, the ball. Yeah, he fumbled, fumbled the ball. The ball. And they, they, they didn't call it. They called the play dead. It was uh, that was a really bad call, and they ended up getting yeah, a field yeah. goal. There were a that. couple of those awful calls in that game because yeah, right after Jeff that Trippler, game, that riff, yeah, he retired. He's right retiring. After that game. <laughs> yeah, and there's some speculation going on whether he actually earned the spot. So the 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 refs actually all season um, are kind of uh, doing like a tryout all year long. So they're in the NFL, obviously, and they work for years and years to get there, but. During the regular season, they do a tryout all year long, and whoever is the most efficient referee, uh, the, like the top four at every position of the referees, get to be in the playoffs, and they get to, you know, they make a team or whatever. Um, and so they're speculating: did he really earn it, or did the NFL kind of no. know that he was gonna retire, and they just wanted to throw him a bone, so to speak, and Pretty give much. him just one last hoorah? Uh, I mean, he, I think he ruined that game. Yeah, there's. The only story we can believe is his. Yep, and that's he right. And he hasn't, so he retired. So I mean, we can speculate all we want. We won't know until he says something about it. Really, are in the NFL. Yep. All in all, a pretty poopy game. For sure. Um, now over in LA, we had a game that was hyped up to be a pretty good one that ended up not being so good. Uh, the Falcons came in and pretty much whacked the Rams, and held their offense pretty much rendered them useless all game long. Okay, uh, I 26 think... to 13 final. Are the Falcons for real? Are they going to make it to uh, the, the Super Bowl this year? Why, I think they got any the Fal- chance? If the Falcons played like they played on Saturday, that defense plays like that, they can they run the ball, they eat up time, they will win. They can get there. I'm not saying they're going to win, but I mean what they did by eating the clock up and shutting down golf. It was just the offense couldn't get going. They're not going to do the yeah, same I think thing. They just couldn't. I think two of their most unsung heroes in that game were Desmond Trufant, Robert Alford. Think about it. Those made, guys played out of their mind. And they made it to the Super Bowl without Trufant last year. Imagine if Trufant was playing right. in the Super Bowl. But those guys, those guys played so well against the Rams receivers – that that is kind of what helped shut down that offense was Goff is used to seeing Robert Woods and Cooper Cup and Sammy Watkins just walking all over people, and it wasn't that way on Saturday. Yeah, Gurley had a couple big runs, but other than that, I mean, they really stopped him. Yeah, he he's going to get passes too, and he dropped some passes. He's, as well. Yeah, he's had games like that before, uh, where he gets you know held under a hundred yards, but I think he did all right. I mean, he wasn't terrible. They, they, it's always going to have. You know, they distributed the ball pretty well. Runs. They gave him as many touches as he needed to get. It's just when you're playing yeah. from behind, you uh, can only so, give the running back so many touches. Yep. No, that's definitely true. Uh, I wish that game had been a little bit better. I was kind of rooting for the Rams because I don't much like the Falcons, but I do like Todd Gurley. Um, then on Sunday afternoon, there was a game that nobody cared about, so we can just skip over that one, I guess. <laughs> Unless you're Jaguars or Bills fans. Yeah, but, okay, so, like, 
100,000 people. That was definitely yeah. the game I expected thought? it to be. At the, hey, at the beginning Bills, of the season, Bills somebody would have said, it. NFL wildcard round, Jaguars, Bills. I <laughs> would have laughed in your face and said you were crazy. I would have said Jaguars of, of those two teams because of their defense. And you knew I said that at the beginning of the year. Right, but all you had to go off of was last year, and their offense was so horribly terrible that you couldn't have expected Blake Bortles to play as well as he did this year. Yeah, but you expected that de- you didn't expect the defense either. No, I mean, even if you expected the defense to be top tier, you still can't win a whole lot of games with a terrible offense that turns the ball over. Um, and they um, were the you, best in the league at that last year. Are you saying that right now? Look who won the AFC yes. South the last two years and tell me a terrible offense cannot win a division and win a playoff game. No, but we did not have the same problem with the amount of, like, turnovers and awful awful production at, at the entire offensive scheme I mean every single player was awful we always had DeAndre we always had Lamar Miller we were always decent because our quarterback play sucked we sucked but they have four but we had playmakers they didn't have anybody they have yeah they had four net this year. I'm saying they didn't have four net last year is what I'm saying you, you're expecting an offense that was so awful to come back and do well and all you had was projection and speculation. Okay, Fournette, we know he's a good runner. How's he going to fare in the NFL? Yeah. yeah. Nobody really knew. And he was good. I mean, he was top 15. They're sticking he was with Bortles like he, after this season. They, they I would shouldn't. too. He earned it. I don't think he I, did. He absolutely earned it. He, I think he earned it this year. He he at least earned eight I'm, games next year. I'm 50-50. He at least earned half a season. I, it all depends on how he plays. He's just not consistent enough. Yeah, that's that's why I'm all I know is if he goes out and lights it up in Pittsburgh, you yeah. guys, he's he's there for the rest of his career. Yeah, I, I agree. Sure. But, but yeah, I promise. that's not gonna. I don't think that'll happen. But you I just, still think Jacksonville wins that game. You just don't know which Bortles you're gonna get. That's the problem. Um, I mean, he showed he had some games where he showed that he was, you know, a top tier quarterback, and then other games where he showed that he was, you know, not even worthy of being a starter. His pro- their problem is if they fall down two touchdowns, Bortles is not can't get them back in the game. I it's just not going to happen. Yeah. No, I'm totally with you there. If it's like um, you know, one score tied, then yeah, yeah, that'll happen. But two touchdown game, that's not going to happen with Blake Bortles at all. I think they've got to play uh, from either, like you said, tied or ahead by a little bit. Mm-hmm. Because it then gives him that cushion, which he, which I think he needs, that little cushion, right? So the pressure isn't on him. It's not on Blake Bortles, the quarterback. Yeah, he can be Blake Bortles, the game manager, like and hand the ball off and do check down passes to Keelan Cole and D.D. Westbrook and Marquise Lee, and And he can just, you know, and Alan Hearns is back. Yeah, yeah. Um, Uh, He can just kind of manage the offense, maybe get a couple first downs and punt the ball away, and keep the Steelers in bad field position most of the game and let the defense do their thing, which they're very good at doing their thing. And this is the game Big Ben wanted. He wanted the Jaguars to, to prove himself. That he's yeah, he called him out. At the yeah, beginning of the playoffs, he called him out. He and said, he said he I want him. Let's bring him back here. He I'm going to show you that that 30-9 to game was a fluke. In y'all's opinion, who's the best cornerback in the league? Cornerback? You think Rams corner? Yeah, corner. You think Rams corner? I'm I'm team? I'm in on Jalen Ramsey. What about Xavier Rhodes? You know who I think. I do think Xavier Rhodes is a close second. 
in Minnesota. You know who I think. I don't think he's the best. Who? Zach thinks Xavier Rhodes. I've seen enough of Xavier Rhodes to to tell you. <laughs> it's Xavier Rhodes. Honestly, those two... But Jalen Ramsey's up play, there. Yeah, that play he made to end the game Sunday was... It was a great play. He knew it was coming. He read the play perfectly. Yeah. And it was just fitting... It was just fitting for Buffalo's season to end on interception from Peterman. Like, it was, it just had to end like that. Yep. After and, all those picks over in L.A. I don't know why fans are burning Tyron Taylor's jersey. He's the reason why you got there. He never turned the bar over. Like, through, like, four picks all year. And you're burning his dang jersey. I mean, think yeah, and think about it. Their coach kind of set him up in a bad, in a bad way. Because they started Nathan Peterman and pretty much just gave up on the Charger game. You know how if they'd have won that game, they would have been more comfortably in the playoffs. If Instead, they had to man. rely on Andy Dalton to go and force a football down the field against the Ravens, which nine times out of ten he doesn't do that. But the one time he did was good enough for for them to make the playoffs. Tyler Taylor, uh, I was going to say Tyler Taylor deserves better than he does. than what how he's treated over in Buffalo. He does, and it's a shame because he took them to the playoffs first time since 1999, and they're complaining that they lost. It's I mean, any quarterback will struggle against that secondary. I mean, when you have to pass, they know you're throwing the ball. They're going to either sack you or throw an interception. It's one or the other. Yeah. You can't complain about that. That's Tyrod Taylor's game is – not turning the ball over, not forcing to make mistakes. Yeah, that's his. Yeah, see, thing. I think, and you've heard. I think Jacksonville. Their biggest, their biggest flaw is kind of like Alabama's flaw. If you play one-dimensional football, meaning you run the ball up the middle, not try, don't try to get out in space, and you end up in like third and eight, third and nine, and you've got to throw it, you're playing right into Jacksonville's hand. If mm-hmm. Pittsburgh can spread the ball out and get wide, use all 57 wide yards of the NFL playing field, I think they've got a chance to beat them because they're not good out in space. They're very good at doing what they need to do, traditional defense Jacksonville Jaguars. But if you get Le'Veon running in and out, up and down the field, get Antonio Brown and Juju Schuster crossing routes, it's going to be ugly. And that's the Jags defense is that run game, and if they can get Pittsburgh gets Le'Veon going, Jacksonville's in trouble. I think Le'Veon's going to run. Yeah, all if over Le'Veon him. runs for over 100 yards, oh, I, I think I'm the Steelers with win. You. I'm totally agree with you on that. That's the only way Pittsburgh wins, really. And that brings us to the last game of the wild card round, a little game over in New Orleans with the Panthers coming in. 11 and 5 taking on the 11 and 5 Saints as well, the two best records of the wild card teams. And what do you guys think of that game? I think it was a pretty pretty well played game all the way yeah, around. I think everybody, I, every, I, both I, teams I, played well. I thought it was going to be the best game of the weekend, and I I wasn't disappointed at all. Yeah, same yeah, here. I think no one should hang their hats on anything that happened, even the Panthers, because they didn't play like flawed football. They played very well. And when they had to make a play, they made a play. But the one thing I noticed while watching the game, before Cam got poked in the eye or whatever that deal is, every time they broke from the huddle, he would like be still on a knee 
and he looked like he was getting up like an old man. So I don't know if something's hurting him or he's struggling or banged up, but he just looked like he was moving so slow. And like Troy, it's it's Aikman even probably a combination of a couple things. It's been a long season. Right away, Cam was having energy. It's been a very long year. Yeah, it's it's been a very long year. A, B, he's getting old. All right, remember he's he was won the national championship in 2011. All right, so he's been in the league for six years now. He's getting old. All right, he is 28, 29, most likely. Um. And being the kind of athlete and runner that he is and all of the things he did early on in his career really tore up his body, and he's feeling the effects of it now, especially, you know, not now being like because he's old, now being like it's the 17th game that you guys have played, not counting also some work in the preseason. So and they fire their guys just get beat up, and when it's someone who does – as much as Cam does, you get beat up like that over and over and over. You take those beatings. Uh, it catches up with yeah. you. Because he's super Cam, but he's not superhuman. Yeah, he takes more hits yeah. than any other quarterback. I think I said do that already. Think, but Do y'all think them firing their OC will make things different for Cam? No, maybe I don't think get, it should. Bring in a, maybe they'll bring in a guy that's going to make sure he doesn't take those hits and learn to be a pocket QB. Instead of a mobile, but he's game. always going to do that because that's he thinks he he's plays. invincible. Yeah, that's his style. Yeah, no one's going to change that from him because he's, he's been need... doing it his whole life. If he wants to, he he's that guy that could sling the ball downfield and run. But eventually, that running's not going to be there. You're going to get old and wear out and slow down. Eventually, he's going to need to just be a pocket QB. Yeah, yeah. no, I agree um, with you on that. That's going to develop over time. And it might take a new offense coordinator. Not not now, though. I mean, he still has shown. I mean, I think this was... Well, they're getting one. They fired their offensive coordinator today. Oh, really? Yeah, they fired their offensive coordinator and QB coach today. Wow. Yep, they're going to find somebody new. That's kind of... And it's not going to be Chip Kelly. That's kind of crazy. North Turner. North Turner? Bad idea. No. Yeah. Did you see what he did in Minnesota? Yeah, uh, it's not going work. Did you see what he did in L.A.? I mean, in San Diego? Bad idea. Yeah. I mean, he had a couple good years, but then once somebody defense picked it up, so... Minnesota getting rid of North Turner was the best thing they ever did. And they got Pat Shermer. Yeah. He'll be gone after this year. He'll get one of those coaching jobs. Yeah. Wouldn't be surprised if Keenan follows him. Looking ahead, let's let's tackle what we all think is going to be the best game this weekend. Uh, the late game on Sunday, which isn't very late, starts at 340. Uh, it's going to be the Saints going up to Minnesota. And week one I, rematch. I, I think I'm seeing fireworks in this game, you guys. I know they have two good defenses, but I think I'm seeing fireworks in this game. I'm, I'm, I'm predicting a high-scoring game. Um, I don't think the Saints will score more than 24, 27 points. But, if yeah. they do, I think the Saints win the game. If the Saints score over 20 Yeah, but 31-27, that's a pretty high-scoring game for those two defenses. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I don't. Th- I just don't see the Saints not being able to run the ball two straight weeks. I think they'll get that running game going this week. You think so? Uh, I can see it against I, the Vikings. I mean, it's you the can't, Vikings. That's no very possible. Way, this is the best no way defense they in the league. slow down the there's no way they, they get shut down two straight weeks. It, I just don't see it happening. 
Kamara and Ingram are too good to be shut down two weeks in a row. If they are, they got Drew Brees. But I still think Minnesota comes out with the W in this one. If the Vikings... Yep, I think Minnesota's all the way. They're going to get home field all the way through the playoffs because the Eagles are going to lose and they're going to play Super Bowl at home, first team ever. Man, that'd be intense. Um, I think the Vikings win if they can force the Saints in third down, uh, third down situations, and if they can just not turn the ball over with Keenum. That's really... Oh, I completely agree. I think those are the two main. He's keys. been pretty good at that this year, though. He's been pretty good about holding on to the ball. I think he He's has like seven picks this year. Turn, not turning That's it. Over. Yeah, seven picks to what, like twenty some, twenty eight touchdowns. Uh, not that many. Um, he hasn't started every game, so. I think. I think it's like twenty three. Feeling might have a big game, but I mean, Marshawn Lattimore is pretty freaking good. Defensive rookie of the year. Marshawn Lattimore is not going to be covering Adam. He's going to be covering Diggs. Who's going to be? Marshawn Lattimore is an outside corner. Thielen's yeah. in the slot. Yeah. Well, I th- I think that'll be the only mismatch Minnesota has on offense against Saints. Yep. Thielen. I think that could be the game changer. I mean, if Adam Thielen goes ten catches for 120 yards, that could be that could be the game breaker right there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Rudolph is a guy to watch too. Um, see if yep. see if the Saints. We always forget about tight ends, don't we? Yeah. We don't like tight ends a whole yeah. lot. Yeah, scouts don't either. It seems that's. Uh, I think the key for the Vikings is going to be being at home to get out early and score twice. If they can be up 10-0 or 14-0 in the first quarter, I think they're going to ride on into the sunset. That's bold. Yep, but I'm all about bold, man. And that's what it is. It's a prediction. I'm not saying this is going to happen. I'm predicting. So. Come on. Uh, I mean, the Vikings just... Here's a blowout. Uh, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, like, yesterday the Vikings gave a 100-year-old lady a ticket to the game. They better freaking win the game. Like... Yeah, for her 100th birthday. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's you, you got to cool. win that game. So, uh, next game. That's, All right. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's, that's a cool now moment. Now for a game everybody knows is going to be a blowout up in Foxborough. We got the Tennessee Titans... Of all teams, taking on the New England Patriots. Who would have thunk it, boys? Not me. Titans should have uh, done what they. Uh, Titans should have done 17 weeks ago what they did last week with Derrick Henry. I mean, I know Demarco Murray was injured, but Derrick Henry has looked better than Demarco has all year. So, um, if he can, in, I think if Tennessee can run the ball early. And do it successful because that's New England's weakness is um, run defense. Um, if they can run the ball early against New England, it could be a good game, um, better than people expect. Yep. I mean, we see, we see, or we have seen in the past. All you've got to do is keep it close, and it's anybody's game. Uh, even last year in the divisional round, the Texans going up to Foxborough oh, after the man. first half, I could have guaranteed you that the Texans were going to win the game because the momentum was all the way on the Texan side. And they, they were, were only down by two too. points at halftime, picks, and just... and and Brock Osweiler came out and threw a beautiful interception, and it was like something you could paint as a picture. It was so pretty. Yeah. And but... I think all they got to do is again stay close, just stay with them. You know, if yeah. they score, you score. If they score a touchdown, kick a field goal. Stay close. If they have, just got to stay close enough that you can pounce. Anything off track of their offense, like. 
if Mariota has to throw the ball 30 plus times, they're not winning this game. I just can't see that. Oh, happening. absolutely. Mary, Mary, yeah. if you have to rely on Mariota to win you the game, it won't happen. Derrick Henry is going to have a good game, but I mean, it's Brady, Foxborough. It's, it's what we're used to. It's what we're going to usually see the dominant Patriots. Yep. Playoff yeah, I don't think Tennessee can do anything to stop them. I don't think so either. I don't think they're going yeah, to have, think so they don't have any, 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 any tools or any keys on defense that can stop and we said this, Tom Brady. And, and we Patriots. said this last week, and we were wrong. But I, I hope we're more confident than this, this week than we were last well, week. Well, again, I don't think that they did anything spectacular on defense to stop the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs just they hit just, a wall. Yeah, they shot themselves. They did the it themselves. Foot. Yeah, they lost yeah, Kelsey absolutely. and it just went downhill from there. Yep. I think he got Who's to a guy of that caliber? It's bound to happen. Um, looking also now uh, in Philadelphia, we got the Falcons taking on the Eagles. I know all three of us think that the Falcons will win, but do you think it's going to be close or do you think it's going to be not close? I think it's going to be a I, I agree. I think it's going to yeah, be a defensive battle. I think what battle. Zach said earlier, it's going to be a, a defensive battle. Yeah, I think so. But I could easily see this game being a defensive battle where the Falcons kick like six field goals and they win 18-3. to three. Where it's oh. not even close as a game, but it's just a defensive battle. Yeah, I mean, we're all bashing the Eagles, but we gotta remember they have a great defense this year. They have a top five it's, defense, maybe top three. It's just we don't. It's just we don't trust Nick Foles for them to win that game and beat Atlanta. That's right. the thing. I think he cracks under pressure. I do. Matt Ryan's been there a dozen times. He'll go in there and beat Matt Ryan. And that's what we saw. On Saturday, and that's why we—that's what we saw when I do Saturday against the Rams. And see, this is also an interesting aspect: being in Philly at this time of year. If it is cold, and by cold I mean Philly can be in the negatives, really, and and the game turns into uh, something where it's got to be the ground games going against each other. Man, the Falcons have like a three to one edge on that. Like their ground game is so much better than the Eagles' ground game. Like it's unbelievable. Yeah, I, I it's a different kind of running game. The Eagles are more physical. Yeah. The Falcons are more speed on the edges. Yeah, I think uh, a lot of people are asking who should the Eagles roll with? Should it be Ajayi? Should it be you know one of their other backs? I think Legarrette Blunt should take the heat on this uh, in this game. He has the most experience in the playoffs. I think they should go sign someone off of a practice squad for this week. I mean, look at what Garrett. Wow. Look at what Blunt did for the bad? Patriots, though. He has some. Yeah, I think he did that for the Patriots, but it's also nice when you're set up inside the two-yard line. He had 18 touchdowns. How many yards did he have? Like 300. He had over, th- all he had year. over a thousand yards last year. Oh really? Oh okay. Well, screw me, right? Yeah. Yeah. In your face. Yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, last one here. Jags and Steelers. We already talked a little bit about this one. I like the fire that Ben Roethlisberger has lit under his ass, and I think he's going to come out firing the ball down the field as well. Antonio Brown is going to be back. Maybe a limited capacity. We don't know for sure. Oh, he'll, but he is going to be back. He'll be back. 100%. Juju and Martavis are still there. Jesse James, Le'Veon Bell, and you guys know the the rest of the story with that team. I like the Steelers. Yeah, me too. I do. I the Jaguars. Yeah, I know you like the Jaguars. For some reason, you always pick the other AFC South teams. It's like you're a communist or something. Okay, I prefer Jacksonville over Tennessee because Tennessee 
is trash. Jacksonville is not trash. That's your only. That's your only reason. Why is Tennessee trash? Because I hate <laughs> Tennessee. Like how you, you hate, know it's good though. Like is you, it their fans? For all you guys them. listening out there, if y'all if y'all uh, hate Tennessee just like as much as we do, go to your local GameStop, buy a copy of Madden, whatever year, uh, probably 15 plus, 15, 16, 17, 18. Uh, take it home, stick it in your game system, and do the owner mode on the uh, connected franchise. And choose to be the Titans. And guess what? Their rating is already below 20. You can relocate. That's what I did. I relocated them back to Houston, renamed them the Oilers. That's what I'm talking about, baby. Heck yeah, the good old days. The run and shoot. Love you, Blue. A bum fill. Love you, Blue. Yeah, I like that baby blue that they used to have. Oh, yeah. Those are so Yeah, I picked the traditional uniforms, so they're the same as the old uniforms. Oh, cool. Man. It's pretty sweet. I went 16-0 currently in the playoffs, so. Scrub. Scrub. Yeah, man. It's a good team. My team all around is pretty good, except my quarterback is the worst position on the field. Well, that's how it's supposed to be. But anyways, the Jaguars will win on Sunday because of that defense. They will get to Big Ben. Big Ben will throw a couple interceptions. And they'll set up the Jacks offense in good territory. And Fournette has 100-plus yards and a touchdown. They win. I think uh, the Jaguars I think the Jaguars are – I'm pretty sure the Jaguars are the only team that Big Ben, or not the only team, one of like two or three teams that Big Ben has a losing record against. So See? the other one probably being the Patriots. Uh, yes, I don't know if that's hey, just th- playoffs. I'll be or happy what. whoever wins that game. Probably the honestly. Packers too. He's yeah. probably got a losing record against the Packers. Yeah, or it's maybe uh, near 500. It has to be yeah. close. Anything else you guys got in your mind today? Anything else you want to get off your chest? Not really. I'm good. Nothing? Man, you guys are tired, I guess. I think, huh? we've, yeah, I think sure. we've covered pretty much everything. Yeah, we have. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Uh, well, what's... Divisional round, this makes it real easy. Uh, Super Bowl picks. Barnacle, go. Uh, for my for the champion or both teams? Super Bowl picks. Um, Vikings, Jaguars. Oof. Z-Dub. Vikings, Steelers. Yeah, I'm going with you on that one. Vikings, Steelers. I think they walk into Pittsburgh next week and take it from them. On behalf of my two awesome dudes, Z-Dub and Barnacle, it's Jake the Snake. Remember, Fantasy Unscripted, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Subscribe to us on iTunes, and guess what? Surprise, surprise, we're on Google Play now. Find our podcast on Google Play if you're an Android user, iTunes if you got an iPhone, and if you don't like phones... Catch us on our website, fantasyunscripted.wordpress.com. Peace out. Love you guys. Later. Bye.